2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24/7 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans. The Tugetra! What a goal! It's absolutely world
1: class from Marcus
3: Johnson puts it in the air. Aiden Fred wins the arrow. It's, it's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw it. Is it going
1: to be there? Oh. Yes. Oh my word. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge, and tonight I am joined by Simon, Stevie, and Ash. I've just realised I've got a QR code on the screen, given I was doing so well, and ignore that actually happened. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday are hot on the heels of a 1-0 victory away at Deepdale at Preston, a ground that's not been very... uh, fruitful for us over the uh, over the last i think decade which is uh, absolutely frightening we're also live on facebook and twitch and we've got our man ash who's going to be manning the internet comments try and be nice so uh easy look easy look how's everybody's christmas is everybody still full of cheese and farting loads
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. what day is it what day is it Oh, man. Well, we're recording, no. so
1: it must be Monday, Stephen. It's got to, it's got to be Monday. It's, right? it,
4: well, that's proper mess, my <laughs> drugs up then. So I'm an old man, and I've got one of those things with all my drugs in for a day, and I actually sat this morning on the edge of the bed and went, which day are we on to take these drugs? Not the fact that yeah, I take yeah. different ones every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's, yeah. Uh...
1: <laughs> it's it's a difficult thing with drugs and bins. Is the uh, is the issue <laughs> everybody seems to have right now? I put
4: my drugs out and then ate everything out with bin. That's
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a solid idea, uh, but, uh, but uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but last night I ended up having about six or seven cans of beer and ended up paying big John off TikTok 30 quid to shout Shaggy the Shagging Wednesdays. So, you know, I'm feeling a bit rough and you'll notice that if you are watching live on the internet, uh, I've got quite a big light on my face right now just to try and wash away the bosh up that I had last night. So uh, now, um, where are we? Preston, there we go. Now, Labosh, Preston, <laughs> Simon, you went to Preston. Tell us about Preston. Was it cold and was Blackpool Tower on fire? Blackpool Tower wasn't on fire,
4: although we did actually talk about that the night before and I was expecting to see some flames, cinders, but no, it was Orange Netting, wasn't it? Who rang that in? Bet they feel a bit that, daft now, don't There they? you
1: are, stood with a load of sticks and marshmallows, ready to go, nothing. <laughs> nothing.
4: Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Bloody cold, wet, damp, horizontal rain. It was what Blackpool's invented for.
1: What a day out! What a day <laughs> out! So, I, and I, I was
4: I, absolutely hanging from the night out before, where I'd been out with these two lunatics.
1: Oh yeah, you you had all that, didn't you? Christ, yeah. yeah. I, had to, uh, I had to go and do job things. I, in fact, speaking of job things, today I went. Sasha. I woke up. I thought I've got boshed up. I'm just gonna just gonna walk into work whenever I feel good and ready. For completely forgot when it was a Saturday. And uh, if anybody works in hospitality, you'll know that Saturday's quite a busy day. And uh, I just completely fucked off work, apparently, thinking it was like a Wednesday or something. So, so that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> um, so right. So tell us about the tell us about the game. Get into it, Simon. Let's uh, let's talk about it. But I tell you what, actually, before we do, because you were you were the one that were representing the podcast last night, Stevie. Last night, I, I want to kind of know your um, what your pre-thoughts were I mean where we thought we're going to go it's been a while since we've done it so we didn't preview this game did we so I kind of want to know how you thought we'd
0: fare um I was a little bit trepidatious because of the previous two results but um and plus the the track record as well um Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a it's not a happy hunting ground is it so it was one of those where you can hello Sorry,
3: Steve, I was just going to ask, do you take much into pre-results at grounds? You know, we've said we haven't won there for 14 years or whatever. Sorry, I know you were going into it, but I just thought I'd I'd
0: ask. Um, I do and I don't. It's it's one of those where I think, if anything, it's ironically, we're at the last last game or the last podcast of the year. And I don't know about you guys, but I can't remember a, a year that we've had that's been so batshit crazy. As, as, as this one, we've gone we've gone through the mill a bit, haven't we? So if you you go back to January, you think um, Newcastle, um, you you know, sitting where we were sat, we've gone on a ridiculous run. Um, the the history books will write themselves. But if anything, 2023 has taught us is that if there's, I think, as much as anything else, has been more hold my beer moments watching Sheffield Wednesday in the last 12 months, and there's been we started in, in we started yeah, you know. So it was one of those where. Typically, over the last few weeks, months or whatever, um, you're looking at sort of track records and thinking, this is one that could potentially, we, we, we could end this one. Um, I think the thing for me was we were carrying a few injuries. I think there were nine before we kicked off. Um, nine the, the, injuries
1: the... and Simon was hungover,
0: so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's... Uh, it was just one of those where I, I, I kind of thought if anything that we can get, and I've, I've made my noises about um, anything we can get on the road is a positive at the moment. We need to be concentrating on our home fall. Um, there were a couple of, I won't say abject, I thought we were actually quite good against Cardiff. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Coventry was just a game, in, and I've said this privately, I, I've said it on, on online as well. If we're sat 7th, 8th, ninth in the league, which I understand that we're not, and we put in that performance against Coventry, it's one of those that we'll look at and we'll say it's an off day. Um, it was just one of those where things didn't work for us. It weren't it weren't very good, but you know, you you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you and and you move on sort of thing. But in terms of going into Preston, I thought anything that we could get, you know. Would be an absolute. Sorry, sorry Steve.
1: It, it was the way you sent you pick yourself up and dust yourself off. And in my head, those are the lyrics of Wacka Wacka, the greatest football song ever <laughs> uh, ever written. Pick yourself up and dust yourself off and back in the shadows. People, that's are where I got it from. <laughs> <Their expectation.
0: laughs> Tenuous link with Marvin Johnson, isn't there?
1: <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it, I absolutely enjoy it. So uh, you're right. I think I think commentary was a bit of an off day. And I thought that the big focus this year should have been our form at home. So anything we can pick up on the road is a bit of a bonus. Um, like I said, don't forget to get involved in the, uh, in the comments if you want to talk about how you felt before this game. But Simon now is going to tell us about his day and about what went off and uh, his day out at the seaside. <laughs>
4: uh, I don't think anybody wants to listen to my boring anecdotes about going past Preston to Blackpool to head back again.
1: Why not? You've been doing uh, it for
3: four years on this show.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, I normally talk... What I normally do is talk about four years ago when I went (laughs) to Preston and (laughs) then came back. It's not normally about anything that's happened in the latest 12 months. Fuck's sake, Ash. Um, Yeah, in regards to the question you asked Steve, what's the point in following a football team if you go, we haven't won there for 10, 12... I've never seen them win at... At Deepdale, I've I've never seen them. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we said that about every stadium and looked at the history books, like you say, it's been a batshit crazy season and form is on its arse. It's, you look at the form book, you look at how teams have played and you go, oh yeah, we should beat them. And we don't, you know, Cardiff, it was a smash and grab, wasn't it? Um, Coventry, I don't think we knew what we were up against. I thought they were a very good side. Um, Although statistics would say shots on goal so so going into Preston I was like open-minded let's just go for it they came to our place 1-0 great following 5,100 yeah 5,100 it was immense I mean we sang all the way through um Preston to say that they've been pushing recently for sort of playoff places on what was the last home game of the year not many people turned up Um, They were all right. Wednesday were better. I think we just threw ourselves on the. Everybody was thrown on the line. People were throwing themselves in for tackles. We look a little bit tired. I think that's why we're getting so many injuries at the moment. It's a lot of games, and I think Danny's been putting them through it. I think. I think off 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 field, we've been really pushing the team to improve and get. Basically, it's not exactly the best team in the world, is it? As we all know. And I think we're punching at the moment. I think we're punching and Danny's got us doing that. And, you know, the great goal. I'm sure you'll talk through the goal. And we held on. Preston huffed and puffed. Referee didn't help. We we won. Happy
1: days. Jaegers all round. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll come back to that. Ash, uh, you know... I, would, I, I, you know, I, I t- right, for the I'll start I'll start yeah. entire mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, for those people who uh, who know Ash as, as long as long as I have, now I, I'm going to tell you something about Ash here, Steve, si, and the people at home. When it comes to getting boshed up, he's bloody rubbish. The day after, like like beyond useless, like like tits on a broomstick, like chocolate teapot, useless. Like, do, do you know what I mean? And um, however, Ashley. Uh, our pal, has managed to um, – he's, he's found some superhuman power because when, when he's on the beer, it, Smash can absolutely nail him down like like nobody's business, right? But then, like, the day after is rubbish. Now, he can do, like, three or four days on the beer, can't you, Ash? I mean, that – I... uh, I've,
3: I've evolved. I've aged. And I think I've actually grown up, Dan. I think that's what it is.
1: So you, uh, you, you've, you've evolved. You've gone from Ash to Ashumon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon, for, yeah for, Pokemon yeah, yes, mate, yes. I've uh, I've had a yeah, I've had a few great days over the last uh, week of football, friends, beer, and uh, too much food, as obviously anyone who sees me uh, can attest
1: to that. So yeah, mate, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing all right, mate. Doing good. So, uh, so listen, what were your expectations before Preston Smash? How were you feeling? What was your uh... I'm always
3: uh, positive, you know you guys know that, and everyone who listens and, and watches and everything positive. but um yeah, I, I'm the same as a bit same as what Stevie was saying really. Uh, the Cardiff was really was for me was a bit of a kick in the knackers. Uh, they they did towards what we did to QPR previously. Um, <laughs> yeah. it was no way, and I'm going back a bit, but I'm building up to it. no way did I think that we were going to lose Cardiff game at all. They, they didn't offer anything. Um, it was a very, it weren't the best game, of course, but when we're 1-0 comfortably up and they're not really having much of a go, um, pretty confident. So obviously to lose that uh, at home as well, which we've said, didn't we, we're going to try and where our points are going to come from are going to be at home and away are going to be bonuses. Uh, so I was there and then Coventry, I went to Coventry myself and, um, Hats off to the commentary supporters, probably the home supporters, probably the best I've heard a home crowd for a while. Um, they were fantastic, never shut up, and it was good atmosphere. Uh, and it just weren't our day. Exactly what Stevie says: if we were mid-table and we were pushing and 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 getting that sort of result would be, oh god, we've got a bit of a Christmas hangover, bad day at of the office. Um, and there were no And it wasn't, for me, me, I know everyone's got polarising thoughts on this, but there were no outstandingly bad player against commentary at all. I don't think, you could probably say Bambo for his red card, which was just unforgivable acting like that. But for uh, for him (laughs) actually, go on, Stevie.
0: I was just going to say, to be fair, that's probably one of the best games he's had before he got sent off.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. i was only saying it, yeah, exactly, for that. But it wasn't as in, you know, we've had it where we've lost, where people have blamed, I don't know, the mm-hmm. keeper, midfield, striker for missing, whatever. Do you know what I mean? It, I didn't feel like that against commentary. So, coming into um, Preston, I was still I'm still positive. And I'm, you know me, I, I, I make fun of stats and all that sort of thing. so And I don't really get that we haven't won there in 15 years because... We've, had, we've got, never mind a different team 15 years ago, we've had a different team the last three months. So yeah. to, to, to take a result um, like that at Preston, I, I thought was fantastic. Um, I was positive. Um, it it wasn't the best game, but it doesn't matter, does it? We're, I think we can be a bit choosy with this going, Well we're in the best game, or we're a bit, crap, we just need the points. And I, I'll be as blunt as that we do. And Mm -hmm. we can say it's a shit. I'd love to. I'll tell you what, like, and I don't know, obviously, people, but I'll say I'll take a crap game every game I go to now and and pay money to see as long as we get three points and we are one goal above relegation at the end of the season. Mm. I will. (laughs) I I will.
4: How, How many games last season which we were winning with crap at the end of the day? And, you know, and that ended up with us going up. We weren't. the the best footballing team ever under Darren Moore in in points. So you're exactly right. We've walked out there, felt like we've won the World Cup, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's three points and it's that three points, hopefully closer to safety.
1: Um now we've had a comment there. Let's let's talk about Cardiff actually, because uh, there's going to be some contrasting opinions on this. I think so. So Holly, Holly from the show, up um, you right, H, uh, fair play gun to the game last night. By the way, uh, it was a total crime that we lost to Cardiff. We were loads better than them. I, I'm gonna. I'm reading it in her voice in my head. We were loads better <laughs> than them, and it and actually was a, clown, <laughs> get a point. I Can't believe we lost. <laughs> But we'd struggle against the other two and beat them. So three points either way, which, you know, kind of like, it's like you were in the room, Ollie.
4: It was like you were know, actually there.
1: Like, yeah, right. Like, like, so I guess what she's saying is out of the nine points available over the Christmas period, we got, we got three, but not the three we thought we were going to get. Now we're going to have to talk about, uh, about Cardiff, uh, Simon. So, you know, they weren't great. They they didn't really offer much, but they still managed to score two goals. Now mm. there's been some debate. Now listen, we're, we're not going to fart around the poo. Cameron Dawson dropped his ass, right? <clears throat> but there's been a bit of debate on whether he dropped his ass on both of them, or whether he was just at fault for the, for the OG. Nah, I don't I don't
3: think it matters. I think he's done in it. I think it, you're going to yeah. get done for lambasting Dawson at every yeah. opportunity, Daniel.
4: The problem, is, the problem is your keepers, your last... And we've talked about this so many times over the last... Since 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 Wembley, really, is the fact that your you goalkeeper is the last line of defence. So there's always somebody to blame before that shot comes in. Somebody's somebody's not done their job for them, somebody to come in and put a fight, you know, to, to fire against them. But I do feel that on both occasions he could have done better, which yep. in all intents and purposes... Norwich game, which you didn't discuss, the goal, uh, he should have done better. As many games he should have done better. My opinion is he isn't a championship keeper, um, and I'll stick by that. And, and But there's been mistakes or people haven't carried out their jobs correctly to end up with him being the last man. That's, I, that's right, th- th- I there was a it. good
1: element of that. We, we, spoke, we spoke a couple of weeks ago before, didn't we, about saying that the goals we seem to concede tend to be personal mistakes, and, and that's where we are. And, and there's always that thing that goalkeepers have got, that if they have to make a save, somebody's fucked up further up the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's as simple as that. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going somewhere with it because I think, Ash, you said something along the lines of, um, you know, there was a few times last night, you know, Cameron was pretty solid. Right, and he and I think he did really well uh, when he was called upon. But was he really called upon and did the things he do last night? Just count as being a goalkeeper, and it's kind of bare minimum. Does that? Oh, does, uh, you know, let's oh, discuss. I'm not falling no, either
3: way. No, no, I, I, I do. I think we all know where Danny Rule stands with Cameron Dawson. There's something either going on behind with Vasquez and him only playing nine games, and he's not he won't play 10th because of some, maybe some contractual things in there Um or, or whatever, well, whatever it is, but he's sticking with, it. so I don't think us discussing and keep nitpicking at it is, is the best thing because we're just highlighting and thing. but yeah, I saw last, last night that obviously he, he did his job without having to make a save, which yeah, that's, that's his job. I mean, we have seen him before and, and yeah, he did well. He he claimed everything. He didn't shirk any sort of catches or coming for the ball. So yeah, for me, yeah, he did he did good. And, and if we're gonna if we're gonna lambast him at every opportunity, which you seem to love to do, Daniel, then hey, we'll we'll praise we'll I'm... praise him as well because I think. But was it because he didn't have a shot at him that he could spill that he didn't fuck up, or was it that them in front of him did a great job, which? Michael Inekwe has probably had his best game in a Sheffield Wednesday shirt since he signed.
1: Um, Listen, well, I tell he's... you what. Look, we'll get to Inekwe because I I thought he was absolutely stellar last night. I, I thought, I genuinely thought he was brilliant. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with the comments, I want to know your thoughts on Cameron Dawson versus Cardiff against. Oh, here we go. Expectations: Cardiff should have been a win, but I would have taken a draw if it was Dawson in the mindset at League One. When we're on that incredible run, Dawson would have made the schoolboy errors. I maybe he would have done. Maybe thank you, Adam. Thank you for your uh, thank you for getting involved. Um, there is a there's an element of that, but I mean, Stevie, where, where do you stand
0: on it, pal? Um, I think <clears throat> I think the thing that I've learned this season from watching Cameron Dawson is there, there's been many a times when when he's made a mistake. Um, or people have sort of pointed the finger and goals against us have been attributed to him. Um, I've kind of looked down the other end of the pitch and thought, bloody hell, if their goalkeeper had been at our end, would, would, that, would, would the same goal have been conceded? Would the same thing have happened, if that makes sense? The standout the standout was, um, I thought Begovic, I, I know he conceded to a QPR, and yeah. I've been watching a couple of the QPR games. He absolutely dominated his area. I thought he was, yeah, at, at their end of the pitch, I think. And I think that's the thing that we've got to bear in mind is, you know, you can go back and you can debate the merits of the, whether it be contractual, whether it be, um, a personal favourite that 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 Danny Rule has got, and he's favouring Dawson over over Vasquez for whatever reason. I personally think, and I've said this previously, I think I, I think you can slide a piece of paper between the two of them, to be honest with you. And the reason that he's playing with Dawson is that Dawson communicates probably communicates better with the backline than um, than Vasquez will. And I think that maybe that that's the only thing I can think is that there may be some sort of language barrier that means that Vasquez is not getting in. Um, I don't know. We 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 talked about taking the goalkeeper out of the firing line last season. Um, and Darren Moore got absolutely hammered for doing that when he put um, did he put Stockdale back in? If I remember, they took Dawson out, put Stockdale back in. Stockdale weren't great at Fleetwood, Cheltenham, somewhere Cheltenham. like that. And then we we ended up sticking him back in, and everyone was well. Well, that's Costas' promotion because Darren Moore's done this, and yet there's a clamour online for. Um for us to do the same thing now, and just try and take the heat off off Dawson a little bit, I think if you listen to 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 the manager last night, one of the first things he said in the press the the snippet that rob Staten got um he talked about i can't remember who the other player was off the top of my head, but the first thing that he said he said you literally went I know the goalkeepers had some critics, but I thought it was excellent tonight, and that tells you where he is he he he's not stupid, he knows what the situation is goalkeeper wise um, we're, we're, we're dealing with what we're dealing with, um, and we've, the interesting thing will be second week in January. You know when we're looking at what what sort of business we're doing, and that's a conversation for another point. And it? it's it's almost a pod, podcast in itself talking about transfer target targets in in the next month or so, and that's everything that we've been waiting to get to. But uh, for the time being, it is what it is. Um, I thought Dawson was was very good last night. I think the basics that he needed to do he did uh he did he seemed confident basics,
1: but this this thing about pulling him out to protect him i couldn't get a toss just
0: stop the ball going in and you know what i mean like <laughs> no mate i i, I totally agree you with shit? you that, that, that's the thing for me you, you can't have it we, as a fan base we can't say one thing one year and one thing one month and then say exactly the same in a different scenario the, yeah. the next time round, what do you want do, to do be you know fair what I mean? I,
1: every time every time Dirt cam has a good game there's always tweets that say you can slate him when he's had a bad game, but you've got to give me praise when he's had a good game. And then every single time that he's perceived to have been having a good game, I get tagged in those tweets. I get like, <laughs> I I get atted in everyone. I wonder what that fudge's got to say about this. Listen, if if that's
0: just, has been, been shit, I'm going to tell you he's been shit. Like that's just that's just Holly. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: just hmm. what, are
0: you, what are you going to say about that, Fudge? <laughs>
1: getting dragged on the internet. Christ. Right then. Listen, uh, Ash, I'll, co- I'll come to you about a heck in just a moment. But Simon, you were there. I've got a visual aid ready. I'm going to talk about statistics. Mm-hmm. 31%. Now, as much as they had a big push towards the back end of the game, it wasn't too dissimilar at halftime, the, the possession statistics. I mean, that's one of the lowest ones we've had under rule for a while, but our shots were significantly better at halftime. But, mm-hmm. They encourage him on their shots on target. we got more than they did. So we, what it means is that given their um, push that they had for the entirety of the second half, um came to nothing. It was superhuman defence, right?
4: I think it was very formulaic, the way they played. Uh, very much down the wings, particularly on Paul Valentin's side. I think the guy on that side, I don't know what his name was. I'm sure the other two guys will know his name. Miller. Miller. I mean, he he looked their outlet really. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody would get the ball in the centre of the park, have a shot. That's why they've got nine shots. But it was literally blazing high into the crowd. Um, I thought at, at home they were very two dimensional as well. They, they were a team that always you know scores one goal and then hangs fire for it. Us getting that goal through Marv was, uh, I think, took the wind out of their sails. And then they game plan was. Get it down the wing, cross it in. Get it down the wing, cross it in. Get it down the wing, cross it in. But really, they didn't have the people in the box to convert. Uh, and and it, and and, it, and like you said, Ihekwe was just immense. I mean, he said in the interview afterwards that he was probably going to have a headache because the number of balls he headed, <laughs> and, and and rightly so. You know, it it, it was that way. Um, and we just dealt with it. We dealt with it. And there were bodies on the line. I think Palmer went in, intercepted. Uh, when one of the guys was through, it—you it, it, know—you're bringing Chad Evans on and a guy who hasn't played in uh, since last January. Um, neither of who sort of have height or stature to sort of win balls and score from the type of football they were playing. There was really only ever going to be one winner, and that—and that—that was us. They—they they didn't have a plan B. Ryan mm. Lowe's Ryan Lowe's plan to say he was a diminutive striker who used to get the ball at his feet and run at run at defenses. And he was also that guy who was sort of back post sort of poacher. They didn't play that kind of football.
1: And, yeah, and, it was and, a bit Sunday league, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, and, and Miller Miller ran out of ideas in the end, and despite turning pole several times, it came to nothing. Go on,
0: Steve. I've got a question for you, then, si. Do you reckon that there are managers and people that are setting up that we're sort of catching on the counter in the sense that they look at us and go? we'll walk this. And Ryan Lowe didn't have a plan B because Ryan Lowe didn't think he'd need a plan B and that, you know, there are certain teams that are now at the moment going, we're going to get the better of these.
4: Without a doubt. I think there's been a few few teams that we've taken on this season who we beat uh, or drawn with. I think Leicester was one of them where I think they didn't actually do any homework on us because they thought that they're at the Pish. bottom. They were bottom. We broke the record in a number of games lost. Um, they're on their arse. Um and and, and our gameplay will, will will work and we will win. And I don't think he did any homework. And the great thing with 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 um Danny Rowell is that he will change it up. We've all seen it. We've seen it at every game that he's managed now, that if we're up against it, I mean he did it against um against Coventry, you know, he changed it up. He did it against Stoke. I mean, that it resulted as winning it. You know, at one point I think we had four strikers on or four attacking players on. Yeah. You know, and, and then and then on obviously the, the sending off of buyers didn't help, but he changed it up, brought back inson on, made it more defensive, obviously with the injuries we got, brought Palmer in, played him centre defensive midfield. He has that ability. He reads the game, and he can see that with his after match comments. He's, he's he's very analytical.
1: I think he's he's sexy as
4: well. And I'll keep that y I'll I'll leave that one with you. Um and it, it, mm. it to me no, you're absolutely right, Steve. Ryan Lowe did not have a plan B because I think he underestimated us. Simple as. Good.
1: Good turning up in his pristine white trainers at Hillsborough at the early part of the season playing a shitty game of football. Uh, now, listen, as Ash says on the uh, on the banner across there, make sure you get involved. I want to talk about now who your big players were in that Preston game. If you uh, if you want to pick me a man of the match out there out there in internet land, let me know who you think. Now, Ash, you mentioned Ihekwe earlier on. Do you feel like you feel like he was your he was your one.
3: Um, I think he was the yeah. I think he just was the the outstanding candidate amongst uh, probably four or five um, mm-hmm. players. But like um, like Simon said, he, he just seemed to be all over the place uh, and not in a bad way either. Just where he needed to be for uh, cutting out the balls, heading heading ball. I think I did a I did a, a picture last season with Aidan Flint heading a. Uh, a break um and it, it was a very much the same of of in equate, uh against preston um to say he's not played that much either he's he has been he, he seems to be out of favor uh, but not out of favor he's, he's obviously been picked because bambo got his red card and he's going to be out for three so he's obviously been picked then but then he hasn't always come in like because we rested uh uh Deshaun, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and he, he didn't come in then. So, but but then, is it because he is that central of the three defender? He is the one that will come in for Bambo. He's the central <coughs> when they play three at the back. Um I don't know, but yeah, I, people have said he's not a championship player. I don't know if he if think games like that are going to change the mind with him, or or, or if he's always going to be labelled as a League One. Defender, um, but he can't. He's not done himself any misjustice at all with that performance. Has he ever played? And it played is in good. The, and it is. Has good. he played Sorry.
4: in the champ? Has he played in the championship? At
3: yeah, with Rotherham, didn't he?
4: No, because think- he signed for us, Rotherham. Oh, we probably would have done no, no, before the, Rotherham the came down. Previous yeah. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, interesting one. So, but he was a standout player for you, though, Ash.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I think that the the thing with the Heckway. And I'll say this, this goes back to the rule horses for courses and I'd question whether or not he's been put in because it was a style of game and a style of play that um, it, it would have suited his game more than certain other games, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: so. like like Simon said earlier, it was a bit basic, it was a bit four four two Sunday yeah. League wasn't it, the way Preston set up, which might be Icky's game, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, you, you, you're going to go in, they're going to toss balls into the box, I'm going to edit it clear. Um, if we're going to go and play against somebody who's going to be a little bit tricky, you know, ball at the feet, running at a player, trying to get a, a centre-back turned, maybe that's not what Ihekwe is. But if, mm-hmm. we're, if we're setting up against a team like Preston that are going to be stand-up, you know, no, pub teams are disservice to a professional football side, isn't it? But they're the championship equivalent of, you know, dog and duck on a Sunday, aren't they? And I say that with the greatest respect because they're all professional footballers; that can play better than we can. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we're not—maybe not, <laughs> <maybe> not you—we're <laughs> not—we're—we're we're, not—we're not dealing with you know the, the the top end sort of Leicesters, Southampton's those those play those teams that have come down. i would be in, not interested, but I'd wonder how he'd perform against somebody, you know, that's flying at Leeds. Is it is it that you know, that kind of player, yeah. that, that that sort of lad? Um, I'm not sure that Danny Rule would think that he's the um, the man for the job at that level. So, it's it's yes, it's a calculated risk, but at the same time, it's hands forced into it. There was nobody else he could put in, but, you know, we are where we are. But fair play to him. He's, he's been given an opportunity, and I'd like to think now that, you know off he's the back him of that eight. performance, he's given him something to think about, hasn't he?
1: Mm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Now, Simon, you were there repping the pod at Deepdale yourself. Um, you could probably see you could see a lot more movement, can't you, when you're there? Was there anybody else stuck out to you?
4: I I still think that Kadamateri, despite him not getting on the score sheet again, looks to be a fantastic prospect for the future. I mean, his movement is outstanding,
0: isn't it?
1: His
4: contribute. Yes. His contribution to the goal, winning the header, then the ball through to Marv was just, and he's an 18 year old, you know, Mm. and, and, and and I thought he was very good while he was on. I think he's put a tweet on today saying he did what, 60 minutes and he's absolutely knackered. He's 18. Christ, I would have done six and I'd have been done. You know, my favorite he was... thing was
1: he, his dad popped out a tweet today that was him getting a massage in his dad's front room, and he went, What the <laughs> fuck's <happened?"> up? <laughs> I
4: think he probably still lives at home, bless him. Um, yeah. so I thought Marv was very good. I thought Marv, Marv, uh, Dijon Bernard. I mean, Steve calls him a Rolls Royce of players. He's a superb signing. We can moan about some of the signings we started at the start of this season, but Dijon mm. Bernard, Bernard was super, superb. Palmer, when he came on, was was. Again, dropped him into that midfield, defensive midfield where we played in towards the end of last season. Did what he had to do. He was a seven and a half, eight, nine out of ten player. You know, you know what you get with Palmer, and and he seems to be getting his form back as well. He was misplacing a lot of balls at the start of the season, but he seems to be getting that form back. Um, no, it's a few people have picked on. Oh, oh, oh Gasama thought Gasama was absolutely superb as well. Thought it was really yeah. good. But, but Musaba that's... was awful. So, I don't, I don't, it was like, you, you, you got to get one who's not great. But he, to me, he looked like a lad who just won the prize to play in a championship team. And he's got, There here you go, here's the shirt. He, he was just a shadow of the player we've had previously. And I, I don't know what's but, going on there. We all have a bad day, on, don't we?
1: What were you we going to say?
3: I, w- I was going to say, um, I was going to say it was like an overall thing as well, I think, for the team, because... Obviously, losing two players early. Mm-hmm. Famewo or Famewo, however you want to pronounce it. I ain't got a clue. Um, and was it Volks was the other one? Volks, it? Yeah. Quite early on, up to two of them in 39th minute or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I, I thought, who, you're always going to go in starting your first 11 to get 60, 65 minutes before make, making yeah. subs. And he it, it made all his subs in, uh, up to the 66th minute. So he obviously mm. had the two early and then he made three all at one at 66. Mm. And I tell you what, I think sometimes you could you, you can always look at the manager about making subs and, and look at it. And I know his hand was forced on a couple, but the three that came on in the sixty-six minute, I think it just... I, all right, I know we were back to the wall at the end, but I think it just added a little bit.
1: We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com.
2: See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around, Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: A little bit to the team to to, to just disrupt what Preston were trying to do. Because they yeah. did come out second half a bit handed, didn't they? Preston. They yeah, did. So. Yeah, they yeah.
1: absolutely went at it assume, as yeah. soon as the second half. It, uh, I mean, you know, none of what you were saying was... Um, what, what what's this, what we've got here, Ed's been on, give Cam Dawson man of the match for last night for shrugging off massive recent criticism for confidently bossing his area while the crossers came raining in and for figuring her out in the second half, you don't always need to play out from the back and give us all our attacks in the process. <laughs> Ed, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but we're not just dishing out man of the match awards. I want somebody who's played well here, brother. Like you know what I mean. That, that's that's like that's the, equi- that's the equivalent of a bloody participation trophy. But you, asked, <laughs> you asked the you asked
3: all our, our women got seven viewers for their uh, don't man take, of the match.
4: Don't Ed, take it personal.
3: Ed has come in. He's took time to, to to write it out on his keyboard. Don't have a go, at the poor lad. He's done exactly I'm not, what like, he wanted.
1: Listen, listen to Dan Fudge. All right, I agree with Ed. Everything he said there about Cameron Dorfman. thats what's pissed you off
3: more, in it? That you agree with him?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it annoyed me. <laughs> but like, but like, bear in mind, right? Look at Adam and the way he moved around and the ball he paid through for Johnson. Or Johnson was absolutely bloody everywhere, and he still had half the pitch to run to slot it home. You know what I mean? That was that was impressive to me. Heckway must have, you know, he went full, you know, dug out his inner Aidan Flint and headed everything away. You know, Dawson played well. Gassama caused that, their fullback absolute problems. And whoever caused me the most amount of problems was the geezer who was doing the um, the Preston commentary, <laughs> who just mixed up everybody's name if they had a similar colour skin. I mean, it, this is yeah. normally that point in the show, Stevie, where I'd be going, is that racist? I feel it's racist. No, it's just piss-poor planning, and it might be a bit racist. Uh, you know what I mean? Come Mate. on, you'd have to do, it. You'd have to do it- your
0: own work, right? absolutely 100 percent accurate though um I think there was one point there, there was one point where they com- confused um was it marvin Johnson will Volks and masaba there were three of them had gone down I mean all they, three they, they, of them literally, identical. and it was it was like <laughs> <Yeah>. okay
4: <laughs> I, I mean will yeah, yeah. Volks. will Volks it's difficult to tell the difference isn't it between him and masaba.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely.
3: On, on, <laughs> What's uh, got blonde hair? I mean, on, on, f- Will, <laughs> on, Will, on Will Volks, I think that, that chance that he had, uh, I think Gossama did did really well, didn't he, to get the crossing. Yeah. And Will mm. Volks had a header that was only displayed oh, acres of space. <laughs> <laughs> and and he just, obviously, just rushed it, into not he? And he added it and it, spooned it high and right, uh, mm. well wide as well, weren't it? So I think... In hindsight, you're looking at them and I saw it and everyone saying, those are the chances we've got to take. It's yeah. right, mm-hmm. everyone's right, we have. Because at the, at the minute, it's it's chances for us are, are getting few and far between. They're getting more, don't get me wrong, they are. But we've got someone up front who's in 18-year-old, keep saying, who's in some really good form. Obviously, we've got players around him. Misaba's scored a few now. Gasama needs to get his his first goal, Um and it's just missing those chances. And we've had, what was it, them stats? Six on target, Dan, I think, something like that. I,
1: I will get you the stats ready, my friend. I'm just ready to go. Boom.
3: Yeah. No, three on target. We had six shots, three on target. So, on target, we've had, but corners, zero. So, we don't need to talk about them from the last couple of games, do we? Um, it is. It was a, a header that was a, for, for a professional footballer. He should have got that on target. He had all day.
1: He had all day. Now, Ash, please don't judge me. Now, you know, Ash, Ash helps out with his show a lot more than than the rest of us. It does all the work in the background. Now, I was recording a show just before we recorded this one, and I've completely forgotten what our talking points are for this show. We did try to do a bit of a rundown before we're going to talk about it. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Ash. Can you tell me what we're talking about next?
3: I have not got a clue because we are so professional Brilliant. and we have an agenda. Stevie knows. He does all that sort of stuff.
1: Of course, um, Steve is, Steve is pull, the guy. Pull,
3: pull one out of the air, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, what does want... anyone want us to to talk about? Have a comment.
1: <laughs> hey, everybody's scared now after I've, after I've just dismissed Ed's comment. Ed, I, I didn't disagree.
0: I didn't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about Backinson and Stanley. Let's Liège. talk
1: about Tyreek Backinson. What are you fucking I'm doing? Because every time. Every time I hear his name written down, it absolutely slaughters me and it and Gaz's song gets in my head. Now, Tyreek Backinson has been linked uh by Fabrizio Romano, who very rarely gets it wrong, I'm told, um, about taking a move to did it was it Maribor? Standard Liege. Standard Liege. Oh, Standard Liege. Oh, right. Yeah. So and they're not terrible, are they out, out there? I mean, the level's terrible. Don't get me wrong, but they're not like their shit team out there, are they? No? Yeah, it's
2: not
4: the best of leagues, from what I watched okay. earlier on this year. Sorry,
1: Dan. So when it when it comes to Tyrick Backington, who had the one good game at St Mary's, right? That we were there for, so I weren't we? watched mm-hmm. it and we thought, ah, oh, he had a good game there. We, you know, we, we were unlucky to lose that on penalties, and he was up mm. against like James Ward Prowse. Um, and then I've seen him against teams like Cheltenham, and he was fucking rubbish. And then, and then on when, yep. Yeah, and then when we signed him, there was a lot of Bristol City fans saying his attitude absolutely stinks. You know, maybe you can get a tune out of him. We haven't really. Is anybody else just. Does anybody really give a toss about this story? Like, I, I know it sounds. Go on, I mean, Ash. I go did, on, mate. And not because
3: of Backington. It's for what is coming up in the 1st of January, Daniel. What's that? So, obviously, people are sniffing around players at all different clubs. It's not like Backinson's being on the front page of the star, back page <coughs> of the star, ripping it up in Championship or anything, is it? Somebody's obviously agent-wise or sniffing around, looking at players. So, we have got a raft of players that are eligible to look at pre in the 1st of January. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is a little bit of a... Play, no, no, I don't want to be a down or anything, but a bit of a, a warning shot to Sheffield Wednesday and the backroom staff, the owner, whoever is going to make these sorts of decisions to say, Look, there are people wanting players sniffing around. So we know there is at least, well, there's a lot, but we know there's one player that's only on a short term contract that has been playing every every game who's a, a young prospect in, in Deshaun Bernard. So, so,
0: so are, you, are, you, are you are you, suggesting there that it's Backington's agent that's coming in going, he's out of contract in the summer just to let you know there are other people sniffing or do you think it's bigger than that and there are agents going, get ready, um, there, there needs to be some movement on these pre-contracts?
3: I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know the ins and outs but uh, we all know it's a shady business, of course, but it, it's just that it's come out to, with a respected worldwide respective journalist reporter saying about this so there is there is going to be agents there's going to be people in the background and no doubt our um, is it keith um what's the guy's name yeah kevin it. need to said keith. keith della then he's a Blue darts player um <laughs> i met him <laughs> um and that's my that's my issue uh, back in Cern, yeah, it's not worked out for him. He came on last night and it was all right, but there's nothing to really judge that to because he's not had many minutes. So if he frees up the 50 quid a week he's on and one squad space, then for me, that's all right. But it's just the bigger picture. Uh, and that's that's the worrying thing for me.
4: But but is it also maybe that we've got a recruitment... Obviously, he's called a recruitment director, but is he a, a recruitment and moving-on director? Is he somebody who is actually going out to clubs out there, he knows, and says, I've got this guy. Oh, I've got this guy, you know, because he knows we need to free up players for the 22-23 that we need, you know, name. The guy is, is, is surplus to requirements, isn't he? He's sat on the bench the last couple of times. He came on because we needed him to come on last night. He hasn't kicked on. I think I think Moore signed him because I think he felt he could do something with him. I know he wasn't in Nigel Pearson's plans at Bristol City. Um, so we've tried to take him on. Like you say, <coughs> Dan, down at Southampton, look, looked like a good signing. Then was a proper letdown when we needed midfielders to help us out mm-hmm. towards the mm-hmm. end of the season, him and a number of others. Um, looks lazy. Apparently, Nigel Pearson called him lazy. He's something to get off the books. I I don't worry so much. I do worry about other players, like you say, Dijon. Will Volks is his, his contract due? You know, I mean, Baez, I, Baez. The way Baez has been playing, would I be upset if he went? Obviously, I would. But there could be better players out there. Is it a case of the, we're clearing the decks? Is it the case that we're letting people know we're clearing the decks? I'll tell
1: you what,
0: you, go on. Just just while you're formulating that thought, just, can I just. You you say he's surplus to requirement, but if you look at the number of players that we've got out at the moment, we've got 11 players potentially missing on Monday with suspensions, with injuries. Backinson got in, all right, whether or not he's been playing or not, he's in um, last night for half an hour not on merit because he was a necessity. I think he's not. Mm. I don't think he's, he's surfaced the requirements at all at the moment. And I think that's the stumbling block, or one of the stumbling blocks at the moment, is that we're looking at, you know, if Foulkes is injured, we've got Biazu suspended, you know, and we, we we haven't discussed the red card, and I don't know whether whether that's a one or a three. It's going to be appealed or whatever whatever it may be. If that's a three match suspension, that's him out at, till after Southampton, isn't it? Which will take you to the middle if not later than I think that's the 20th of January, potentially, unless we've got a midweek, mid-week game. We need Backington, or we need somebody that's that, that's going to come back. So that puts a spanner in the works in terms of the transfer activity that we're going to do. Everybody's pinning things on Momo Diaby coming in, and as good as he was, we've seen 53 minutes of the bloke. Mm. Backington looked good at Southampton, don't mean he's a fucking player. Do you know what I mean? And, and <laughs> yeah, I mean no, that with great, the greatest respect. Great. You know, what. What happens if he comes in to use to use Dan's phrase? What if, what if Momo comes in and shits the bed?
1: <laughs> I didn't realise that was one of my catchphrases, but I I agree with you, Stevie, because you know if you think about like Paul Valentin against Middlesbrough, we never really saw that poll again, did we? You think of Delgado for the first couple of games of the season under Chisco. Where's he gone? You know what I mean? Uh, you know one one swallow doesn't make a summer, as it were. But I'm just looking through at the um at the at the squad right now. And, and you know, you take out a few of the first teamers and you've got a list of people that may be moved on or looking to move on in January. Right. So you've got players like Wilkes, um, Gregory, and then you've got, uh, Valentin looks like he's broke into the squad Delgado we don't we haven't really seen and then you've got Buckley and Hendrick are they still going to be there by the end of Jan I'd be surprised if they are uh, Michael Smith seems to have fallen out of favor especially now Kamats uh, turned up. Uh, Ashley Fletcher needs to just you know bin and but, but the you know but one of the interesting ones for me is Reese James because I like Rhys James mm. but that we've had two managers this season that haven't fancied him and and i and, I'm, and I can't I'd love to know what the issue is, like why we own him now, right he's ours, so why why aren't we you know what i mean but in in that list of players that 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 I've mentioned there, four of them are, are loan players, and that will free up like Ash says a few squad space as well, which I feel is important, so I feel we might need to look at the loan market a lot closer to find out you know where we go, but you know that's gonna be. Uh, for a new season, for, for um for a new podcast in the new year, Ash, what have we got on the interwebs? Have we got some comments?
3: Uh, well, James O'Connell, he says, which I'm, I'm sure we all agree. He'd love to see us stay up. He just loves it. it by no means over. I you agree. Yeah, I agree.
1: But- I, I think we are going to stay up. I just I feel like that Cardiff three points that we dropped was mega, and uh, that w- that would have made me feel a lot more comfortable with the way. With the way the season's the season's panning out. You know what I mean? I feel like it's uh it's uh it's 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 gonna be in my craw a little bit. All right, Stevie, do we have anything else on the agenda to fill this last ten minutes? So
3: I, I have I have I have one thing if you if I should you bring like it up to the table, ladies and gentlemen. It's not quite any other business, but it's something you could think. We're running we're running out of twenty twenty three, aren't we? It's uh like would say it's roller coaster season for Sheffield Wednesday. Um I'm just going to ask each one of you, and it's probably a stupid question, but probably best game, worst game, and player of 2023. Oh, <laughs> that means, oh, that
0: means, that means <laughs> player of 2023, and you're going to ask me. <laughs> that means
3: all, all 2023, and one person hasn't played that much. So, Stevie, you're only going to be voting on it like <laughs> half the season.
1: Are, are, are the people at home getting involved in this one as well? <laughs> if they want to, not too, right?
3: Yeah, man. If Play, you're getting what you saying?
1: Best, worst, player. and player of best,
3: worst, and player of 2023. Worst game. Worst game, as in that. Best game, worst be game.
0: Like,
3: yeah, best game, worst game. Obviously, worst game is probably 4-0 Peterborough, but not just there. It's like your own personal best game, worst game, player.
2: Okay, okay.
3: All right. Is that good? Cool. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go on then. Eating, mining, mo. I don't know where you are anyway. So Simon, <laughs> <laughs> um, worst age, game age before beauty. Uh-huh. Worst
4: game would be to me Forest Green Rovers all day long. Forest Green Rovers just and if if ever there was a game where we went and thought we're so alluding to Dan's comment earlier on about Ryan Lowe... If ever there was a game where we thought we were going to walk over a team, and we didn't really need to turn up, that was the game. That that was it. They were just and look, it's that game and every single game that Cisco Munoz was manager. If we're gonna go, <laughs> if we're gonna go for the for the new season, but definitely Forest Green Rovers, um, best best game. I'm good. Well, there is only one, isn't there? There, there? there there, has to be only one, because if ever a team were dead and buried, it was 4-0 down after the first leg against Peterborough. And to come back and get it to 4 all, to then go down another goal, to then get uh, the equaliser again, then it, it to me, it, it's got to be the Peterborough game and no other... Um, sorry. The best, right? Uh, the, the, right. So the first part of the season, up until after Wembley, the best player has to be Liam Palmer, without a doubt. It has to be. He, he he had the season of his life. So he's Just had the twenty twenty three a... of his life. Yes, the, he's the,
3: only the, played the, about three games
4: this the, season. Twenty three pre pre start of the 23-24 season. Um, I don't. I can't pick anybody. Probably Will Volks from from there onwards. Um, the whole twenty twenty three one but, player Simon It'd be Liam Palmer. There you are. despite being <laughs> shite over this the last season. few games. Yeah.
1: Uh, what what? So that, one comments said I missed here, Ash. What was what was that one? So Kevin said Peterborough
3: says? best game in any season. To be fair. Yeah, it's a great shout. Yeah. I suppose that. I tell mm. you what. No, I'll.
1: Am I not allowed I to pick it? Were you going to take that off no, the No, no, no.
3: I was going to say something, but I'll save it for uh, another thing. Uh, yeah, okay. so Kevin said his best game is Peterborough second. Worst, Sunderland.
1: Sunderland's a good shout. Sunderland's a good shout.
3: Yeah. Uh, go on then, Dan, you next.
1: Okay. Uh, best game. Uh, it's too easy to say the Peterborough second leg, but it, it really was genuinely outstanding when it like it. I I, I don't think there's any other, any other answer to that, is there? Um, best player I'm going to say, and this is going to, it's not going to be controversial because of the, you know, because I know LP two really played well, but I want to say Kadamateri just because of the way he's come through. He's got his nut down and he's absolutely just hit the ground running. And I know this is like, you know, one of those award shows that says something of the year and the most recent thing, um, always tends to win it apart from the goal that, you know, for goal of season, it's never one that was scored in the January, is it? But I'm, I'm just really chuffed for him and it should have been LP 2 but I want to be controversial and I also don't think he's been great this season, which has kind of, you know, emptied his bank with us a little bit. Now, the worst game is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> ben... Uh, for those of you, for those of you listening on audio medium, we've had a, uh, we've had a comment come through saying worst shot of 2023 is Dan agreeing with the Oxford penalty. Ben um, is officially my best mate.
0: I love the ball. yeah, I like Ben. I love Ben. I'll, Top I'll man, come man. back to that. I'll come back to
1: that. But the uh, the worst, the worst game for me, like 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 I said in the question, what was you personally? Because you know the worst game was probably Forest Green, all that all that first leg for me personally. Right, it was pre-season. We've just gone up. Everybody's having a great time, and uh, and I feel and I got pissed up, which may shock you. And booked a flight, which for those that know me does happen. And I went to Spain for twenty hours. Right, I got up there ready to get absolutely boshed up, and, and I met a load of uh, a load of men who live in Benidorm who've got the same colour as those, you know, those dark mahogany, same colour skin as those dark mahogany toilet seats used to get from B&Q back in the 90s. Like, they all, they all had that complexion. But I got there and I realised then, I, and looking back on it, I should have known that that game was truly fucking terrible. In terms of having a night out, I should have gone back to Benidorm and gone there for three days like everybody else did. But I, I remember thinking at the time, this is really poor. This is really poor. But you think like, oh, it's pre-season, so I don't really mind. But I remember coming back rotting, going, I I can't. I don't even know if I enjoyed myself. You know was what I mean? a 4-0 loss? No, it was a 0-0. There was 0-0. I went to Spain for a day... And for a nil-nil draw, who did we play? Who was it? Real Real Murcia. Uh,
4: I watched it. Yes, I watched it, and it was mm. it was just like somebody put a camera up in the corner and put it on YouTube.
1: And
3: That yeah, was it. it, it honestly, was,
1: it was it, all it crap. Now, Ben, listen to me, <clears> God damn it! Right, so uh, I I started to um, I started to troll the internet for unpopular opinions. I thought I'm just going to get some. I'm going to get some. I'm going to garner some opinions here. Have a tear up. See if I can get away from the Cameron Dawson number one fan club. Um... You know, Monica. Now, the Oxford penalty that Ben um, that Ben references there is the one where Famewo is on the floor and oh, the strike oh, and, and, and the striker goes into the back. Let's sit down first. Let's sit down Right. <laughs> does the striker make a meal of it? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Now, it's something that Ash was saying about the ban uh, the ban sending off as well. Right. Akin Famewo knew exactly what he were doing and where he was. And he put, himself, he put himself in jeopardy by making a nuisance to himself and putting him in front of that striker. And that striker's gone, I can't believe he's given me this. This is an absolute carte blanche. Watch this. Yoink! And that's what's happened. I, I, of course it's a penalty. And then he went, I was on the floor. You knew he were there. We well, you know what you were trying to do.
0: Shut up, man. <clears throat> I can't believe you're still doubling down on that, by the way. That's the not me. biggest load of toss oh, sh- rubbish. Absolute joke. We've had. Uh,
3: I anyway, moving on back to Ed. Move I'll move it on. <laughs> Ed's come <laughs> back. Uh, his, his player of twenty twenty three is uh, Barry Bannon, the captain for being Wednesday through and through, sticking with us through relegation and being the backbone of our getting back to the championship.
1: That's yeah. a nice little sentiment. He, he gets a lot of shit, Barry Bannon, doesn't he? On the internet, if he's not if he's not like a a nine out of ten, he get he gets slagged off a lot. That's like. Ed fair play some. Fair play, even though your last comment can piss off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Steve, uh, let's come to your uh, let's start with your most favourite game.
0: Um yeah, easy. Uh, Peterborough. Um for personal reasons as much as the football. It was you know, the, the last year was a season of falling in love with Sheffield Wednesday from a little and, and and we going down, she'd had a, a season ticket for a couple of games. Uh, sorry, a couple of years. So it was the second season of we getting it. And um, the start of the season, we went to Peterborough and we lost when Rhys James got sent off. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a ridiculous. It pissed it down. And we were stuck in traffic going all the way down. Couldn't see coming all the way back. Exchanging messages. We speak easy. We did the same sort of journey and ended up three o'clock in the morning, jobber. Um, and the moment we'd gone 2 0 down because she'd not seen us, um, sort of lose, uh, lose games before, she was in absolute floods of tears. I've got a photo of her stood at the bottom, ironically, just in front of where we were for 4 0. Um, stood at the bottom of the stand there crying her eyes out, and she weren't much oh, better.
3: Can we tweet it out that oh, our internet loves crying kids? We'll get loads of likes for
0: that. Start a GoFundMe. I'll ping
3: it through. I'll ping it through. I'll ping it through. Anyone? Um, I'm, I'm joking everyone. Before we get
4: slightly and then just for sorry. a quote, Dan said that the penalty was a penalty, and had a picture of Molly crying.
0: So to to, to get to to get to, she didn't really understand what we going on. But as the game's gone on, it was important for us, and it was a like a it felt like a, a sort of a seminal occasion, didn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Right from walking down, going into the fan zone, the build up, the first goal, the second when the second goal went in. It, that was it you knew didn't you um and just that moment at full time of getting on the pitch and she was she, she was the one she was like right dad we're on so my nine-year-old daughter dragging me down the south stand jumping over the hoardings and then literally going to find as many people as she possibly could i couldn't find ash and i couldn't find dan what i could find was ash's lad <laughs> yeah yeah, I ran. I ran into him. Lewis was like
1: just doing the rounds everywhere,
0: everywhere. Lewis was everywhere,
1: and I had I had Blair on my shoulders for a good chunk of that as well. Because you, you had your, you, so, you you so had we all took his kids. We all yeah, took, so kids. took our kids. <laughs> we all took our kids, and we all had somebody to look after, <laughs> yeah. like like the Make a Wish Foundation that we've got. Ash, that was a quality question, by the way. Have you done yours?
3: No, I'm, I'm, Stevie, I'm finished yet. Um, Paula um, I'll be quicker. Is is saying R, oh, which I'm assuming that means Molly and not you, Stevie. So well
0: oh, you never know.
3: Uh, your your um, your worst.
0: Four nil Peter Four nil Peterborough. 4-0 Peterborough.
3: and player, obviously. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. 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 right. All right yeah. then. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Put him on mute, put him on mute. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um let me tell you why. But the, I don't need to talk about last year. Um, he, you know, he's had the season of his career, pretty much. And all right, League One, blah, blah, blah. Um, the thing that really sticks out is the fact that he's been dead and buried at times. And you know what? We wouldn't have done Peter 4-0 and we wouldn't have done Wembley um, without him moving into midfield. And for everything that happened, Darren Moore... Uh, put his neck on the line and shook everything up and put Liam Palmer in midfield. And I'll say it, and I know it's bold. I'd be interested to know what Danny Rule does going forwards with bulks potentially being out. I know. I know. I know. Just for yeah. the
1: people listening to this on an audio, uh, sorry. medium, Ash, so, Ash sorry. has just
0: got himself his
1: artwork there, uh, which is... Which has got a, a graphic depiction. And when I say graphic, I mean it's, it uses graphics as opposed to graphic uh, depiction of uh, of Liam Palmer's oh my scoring. Life. That's, Steve's it's,
4: it's, only, that's Steve's only picture of Liam Palmer with close on. Um, and Steve has
1: got a signed picture of uh, the celebrations of his. Oh, no, sir, no, 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 he Molly.
3: hasn't. No, Steve no, hasn't. No, it hasn't. it's to Molly. Molly has.
0: Oh, no. I, 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 How does it feel to be jealous of your daughter?
3: <laughs> oh,
0: God, every day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just think going forwards, I know he hasn't necessarily had the rub of the green, um, but and rightly so at times this season. I, I think he's got a renaissance coming, and I think he could potentially mm. be the, the person that could step into that holding midfielder role. I agree with I agree with what you're saying. He's
1: he's seen off a lot of adversity this Sheffield Wednesday career because to have a player for that long. We've had crests and trough where he's been great, he's been maligned, he's been loaned out to Tranmere, and then he's come in and made the shirt his own, and then he's been out the team again. And, and he, you know, it's actually impressive that, you know, that he must have the absolute mental strength of, you know, like a, a Roman warrior, but, you know, one well, whose face needs a good ironing. Ash, what about you? <laughs>
3: oh, I asked the question,
1: Daniel. I don't answer them. <laughs> so uh, we can move on from me. But if you
3: want to know, um, for. Uh, Probably it's I'm gonna say Wembley. I'm yeah. gonna say Wembley, pure yeah, I know that's the, purely because that was the whole weekend of being with you idiots, the the kid. Um everything about it, just the whole atmosphere, the whole build up, being so excited for it. Yes, I get the Peterborough thing. That the Peterborough thing is 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 a well, by the time we got off the pitch about five hours. Uh, of a a great football match great atmosphere but I think the whole weekend for Wembley, luckily Mm -hmm. enough I went for three days Um, what a three days it was Uh, for me that was it and and to win it how we won it, it wasn't a great match and all that And we had the high of obviously the penalties and then for Wembley, uh, for Wembley for me and it's Wembley isn't it and it's just it was just something about the whole occasion and and yes, it was a League One playoff final, not a championship playoff final, but so be it. Um, worst game, 100%, without a doubt, Forest Green Rovers. <laughs> Honestly, when the, I, when wrote fi- that down. I wrote that down. When the fixtures come out, me and the lad sat down and we say, right, what games are we going to? We're going to go to as many. I've always wanted to go to Forest Green Rovers. I mean, I was looking forward to it. What an absolute shithole on top of a fucking hill. And it wind, rain, live on sky, absolute Never again in my life. I'm sorry I've, I've gone on that.
1: Ash, what pissed you off the most? The football or the or the big fucking hill? <laughs> oh, uh, well, the big hill, probably. But, uh, <laughs> so go on and who's your player then, Ash? I'm intrigued.
3: My player. Um mm-hmm. I've never really thought about it to be honest. Because I tell you he's, what, he's, he's I remember be...
1: you were a big advocate of George Byers last season. I am, or, but he's gone you know, off he's yeah,
3: speaking... yeah, but he's gone off boil and I'm taking the whole. I'm not like some people have only done like from January to May. There's the I, whole and I you picked the, last, whole, four, mate, you picked the last four weeks. So um I have, I asked the question I've not really given but I mean I don't know to be honest. It's what well, it's a hard one. I know I've put you guys on the spot and asking but it would be a toss up between I don't know. Bannon and Palmer. It Fair would enough. be a toss-up between them two I, just to because, yes, and I know Bannon's probably even this season's not been at his magic best in the Championship, probably age and all other things, but some Sparks he has played really well. Last season, even the League One, it wasn't always the Bannon show, was it? It was a very good thing. But I, think, um,
1: I think with those two players that you mentioned, Ash, consistency. Consistency, exactly. yeah. I, I think yeah. he's is what you know. Some players had some absolute barnstormers in, in and out, but those two kept a really good level all season, right?
3: Yeah, I mean Gregory last season. I, I thought in the game, most of the games he played were outstanding. It's a shame he's just not got it. Obviously, he's a year older, and he's not he's not a player that the managers have talked to, whatever reason. But I thought Gregory last season, so it would have been. And the way the way he played in the. Uh, in a Peterborough game, um, second leg, not getting on the score sheet, but his dummy, that dummy for East James's goal, and then, and then the cross, you know, for um... Windass, was it? No, yeah, it was. Windows. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: yeah Windass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. yeah, but that's me. I, I, I Ash, I, you know what? Right. You, you, caught, you caught yourself by surprise with that question, but an absolute great question. Listen, I'm going to wrap this up with five minutes past time, but we did have a comment. From Holly, and she did say, uh, uh-huh. she's gone. Uh, where did you get such a handsome shirt fudge? It could this bomb be from the Tad Shop. Uh, this is shop. this is this is from the Danny Rule collection available on our um Tad Shop. We do have Tad available now. Ash, I'm uh, gonna we'll ask you again for the fourth time today. Can you check me that QR code while I'm telling people to get on there? If the QR code doesn't work, ladies and gents, if you go onto our Twitter, uh we do have a what's called a link tree. Click that and it's uh and it's number one on there and it says Wednesday week tat shop. We do have a sale the QR code works, Ash, yes? Uh, we do have a sale coming up on the 3rd of January because the post and packaging, it does come from Germany. So I would recommend uh, ordering a couple of items all at once. But if you get on there, take a look. All the money that gets raised goes into the community fund where um, where Ash has to make colouring books and we turn some poor, unfortunate kids into Sheffield Wednesday fans, which, if anything, kind of piles on their misery to some people. But, you know, it, it's all about the familial sense, right? <laughs>
3: I, I, Daniel, thank you. I would have put it a lot better than that. You know, I think I think we, we are, we do try and, and do some good in the world. I'll tell you what, actually, Ash, do. why
1: don't we recap some bits that we've done it. I'm going to leave that QR code up there for the people at home if they want to uh, donate to the tap, But if they want to mm. donate to the fund by buying some tap. <clears> but like, you know, list so, some of your achievement, Ash. It, pretend it's our, like a job interview and you have to talk about yourself. Our achievements, Daniel, not
3: not mine. Yes, our, sure. our, our, the podcast achievements. No, no, we we, we took something this past year of, of thinking about it and everything and, and doing some good this season so we've uh, obviously through raffles and raising money however we can um, everything that we have raised and it is probably I don't know what we're talking 600 quid I think mm-hmm. it is something like that and it has all been ploughed into obviously we we teamed up with the women supporters group um, who arranged for some of their members because they did something absolutely fantastic this last year um, so to, to give back to their members, we we paid for some of them to go to the game with their children and they got little goodie bags and all sorts of stuff to keep them entertained while the football was rubbish. Um, and then we pay, we've, we've paid for people, some armed, uh, armed forces guys to go as well. Um, and it's just, yeah, we've got other stuff coming up. So I'll put it out there. Mm-hmm. If anyone is, I'm, I'll say January, February is worse for everybody Uh, And if anybody does fancy wanting to go to the game and don't don't go wrong, we are not multimillionaires or or we've got thousands in the bank or anything, but wherever we can help anybody, young or old, to be able to get to Hillsborough to uh, to soak it all in, um, then just get in touch with us by any means you want. Twitter, DM, Facebook, email um, and just we'll see what we can do about arranging for for that because that's
1: what we're doing it for and uh, it is. that's it it is and asher an absolute state. thank you for bringing that to uh, to the table because you know we spoke before about you being the ideas guy and we've actually carried it through which is uh, which is really great listen thanks a lot for joining us hope you have a great new year and uh, for the last time of 2023 see you later
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans and together- oh!
3: Absolutely world-class from Marcus Tungay! Johnson puts it in the air! Aiden Flint!
1: Where's the oh! It's the, oh! it's the-
3: oh! it's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to
0: screw him. Is it going to be there? Oh! Yes! Oh, my God!
2: on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosch! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information.
2: See you later.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.